Hello, hello. Welcome to Mysteries of Batkalim. We have a packed show for you this week, an interview with a guest who's been waiting a very long time, Med School Student of the Week. Uh, we've got a naturally a new mystery. Um, we have a list of mazel tovs we've got to hand out. We have a competing podcast alert. And if we've got some time, I've got a take. I don't know if Ethan wants to hear it, but you know what? I always have room for a take. So there's that. I'm always, I'm ready. I'm always ready to hear what? your takes. I'm always ready oh, to always hear a... your takes. Uh, I, love, I, love, I love getting at a fresh hot take, you know? It, you know? it just gets the senses going. It just gets you excited. Yeah. Um, and just to provide everyone some context, we've taken a little bit of a break. Second year, very difficult. Um, but a, Sukkot, a happy Sukkot to everyone, which um, might give you some indication when we're recording this. Um, let, uh, ooh, should we do our ad first? Um, yeah, why not? Let's start with the ad. All right, I've got an ad. This week's podcast is sponsored by Supersol. Some people think pronounced Supersol, but they're wrong. It's pronounced Supersol. I'm going to do a little bit of a tangent right here. Drake meme, verbal meme, Drake meme. Pronouncing it Shufersal, disappointed Drake. Uh, pronouncing it Supersal, Drake looking excited. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Not sure if uh, Israelis would feel the same way, but it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely made to be Supersal. I don't know who it's at. Yes. Shu- what Shufersal? What I, I mean, is it a shoe store? I don't know what it is. Uh, it's not a good look. I, I, Supersal, I know it's a mark. It's a it's a knockoff of an American supermarket. That makes sense. Exactly. Shoe for saw, I couldn't tell you what it is. Uh, but yeah. It sounds like saw. a shoe store. It, it, shoe for saw sounds like, yeah. It sounds like the place where I'm only buying off-brand things. Actually, now that you think about it, maybe it is shoe for saw. <laughs> Could be, yeah. It's a good call. <laughs> super saw. There it is. Super saw. Slightly inferior to Rami Levy. Super saw. You might not get your whole order when, but at least it will come. Yeah, at least we'll get something. That's for sure. Yeah, at least you will get something. Supercell. You'll never make it through their lines in less than five minutes. Which is actually, they always have the perfect amount of people that it takes you five minutes at least to get through their line. Like they'll never have yeah. too many. Yeah. True. I actually, speaking of Supercell, I got uh, totally uh, fired, I guess, American. I was at Supercell. <laughs> they have a self checkout, but it's only for. It's for members only of Supercell. Yeah. So, and they also have like a lot of good sales, but also it's like you got to have a, a card. I assumed it was like, you know, like a Costco card or just and like any supermarket card. Um, so I was in line and they're like, do you want to get a Moadon, like a membership? And it says free. So I said, sure. Next thing you know, I've signed up for a Supercell credit card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I was signing up for a credit card. So now I've got a super solid credit card. Yeah, every time they oh, ask actually, me, know it's like, no Sorry, change. No, I don't, I don't have a super solid credit card because I had to do some authorization thing with my bank and I didn't fully understand what's going on. So I don't actually have the card yet. It's been about two months, but... Uh, <laughs> but you'll get it eventually, maybe. No, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll keep our listeners posted. I know they'll be eager to hear. Yeah, yeah they probably will. Supercell. Supercell. Good place. Yeah. Good place to not get a credit card. Yeah. Not as good a target. All right. Let's finish off this ad. Let's get started. Let's go. 
Welcome to Mysteries of Bakalim. Starting off with a fresh, hot, new mystery this week. Ethan, what do you got planned? What's our mystery? Um, my mystery actually is a spur-of-the-moment mystery. I Ooh. was going to say they're building a hotel next to my apartment building. And the mystery is how long will they continue to wake me up at 6.45 every morning? But I think the real <laughs> mystery is... Uh, let me just give the listeners some background. Um, I just ran downstairs at 11.15 p.m. to get a box of uh, six six bottles of Italian wine that uh, I ordered for Sukkot for myself and for my in-laws. Um, and I've got a wine guy. So I think the real mystery is I texted my wine guy. Let's see. At nine, uh, sorry, no, I texted him at 7.45 p.m. And I don't even know where his store is. I think it might be in Yerushalayim, no clue. But four hours later, six bottles of imported kosher Italian wine show up at my doorstep. Where do you find a delivery guy? This is like Amazon... um, What's it called? The two-hour Amazon Prime thing? Yeah. Same-day delivery? It's like, <laughs> do they make deliveries at 11.15 at night? I don't think No, it's so. always next day. I'm not, uh, no, they have, uh, like, Prime Now. If you live in New York City yeah. and certain other areas, Prime Now, certain items will be same-day delivery. It's like Instacart. Yeah. But do they do so wine? So I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say so. the answer is socialism. The answer to that is always socialism, but it sounds like the answer to this is capitalism because they're actually improving stuff. Yeah, the answer is um, this wine. The answer is I've got a guy. That's the answer. I mean, yeah, got a guy. I mean, first of all, not a mystery. Always good to have a guy. Always good to have a guy. Yeah, I got a guy. Let so. me quote, quote Creed when I say, "Who's your worm guy?" But <laughs> uh, love a good office quote. Always good to have a guy. You're paying way too yeah. much for worms. Um, Who's your worm guy? I think the answer is <laughs> Yeah. I think the answer is capitalism. That's the real thing. That's what's going on right here. Um that's kind of solves the mystery. Uh so I guess then if the mystery is how did capitalism get into Israel? Because Yeah, I guess that's the real mystery. Capitalism has no place here in this country. Yeah. Well, it only has one place in this country, and that's in the uh mobile service uh f- mobile services. Or really, phone services. That's where capitalism oh, has, true. is allowed to it's exist. True. Nowhere else. Uh, everywhere else, it's not allowed to exist. I'm pretty sure there's some legal uh, action behind that. I could just be making this up, but I'm pretty sure there was like some kind of uh, like government mandate that the phone companies had to be below a certain price or whatever because they they had monopolies. I don't. It could be totally making this up. Oh. But interesting because I thought it was the could other be way around. Could be 100% true. Like it was the only market that was allowed to compete with itself. So mm-hmm. prices got driven it could down. Be. It could be. Yeah. 
I was going to say, maybe the, what's it called? Maybe the phone companies are the only things that have lawyers in Israel. Maybe that's it then. That could be. You know what I actually, I do remember when I first, my Shana Aleph, there was a uh, Golan was just getting started. Yeah. Golan, uh, Cellcom. And, I remember uh, it drove down all the prices. Yeah. They were the real market disruptor. Yeah. For the, the phone remember. companies in Israel. Yeah. I remember that was my, that was that was the year before I got to Israel. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I got a wine guy. Um, so um, so the mystery, bottom line, mystery or not, get yourself a guy. Got to get a guy. Can I, can I bridge that mystery to another mystery? Please. Which is, why is it acceptable for the delivery guys to call you on your phone? And really for any of the guys, but delivery guys to call you on your phone and demand that you're in a spot at a certain time. Otherwise, your delivery is just gone. It's disappeared. Interesting. Because <laughs> this happens to me with delivery things. It's like, oh, you got to be there between four to six. And electrical people, too. Like people who are dealing with electricity. Yeah. I find that it depends on the uh, delivery service. Like uh, back before Corona, when Amazon was still delivering to Israel. The uh, it turns out the same delivery guy came to my apartment a few times to drop off an Amazon package, and eventually he was just WhatsApping me like, "Are you home?" And I, if I'd say no, I just like I'd text him. He'd just say, "I need you to text me verbal confirmation that I can just leave it by the door," and then he'd just send me a picture of it. We were, we were good friends, me and whatever that Russian guy's name was. <laughs> But kind of, he knows where I live now, so it's kind of scary. That's what Amazon does with New York, too. Yeah. I have, like, a text yeah, chain with this weird. random Russian guy. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> the don't same delivery all. guy. I think that's one of, the, one of the signs that you're Israeli. A, that your patience is completely gone. B, that you don't wait in line. C, that you have random text chains with Russians. B, that you've been added to way too many WhatsApp groups. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the signs. Definitely. You're definitely on your sure. way. No doubt yeah. about that. Yeah, you're definitely on your way. All right, let's go on. We've got a few Mazel Tovs to deal with, I think. You have any Absolutely. Mazel Tovs you want to shout out? Uh, I mean, other than the, the obvious ones. I go think, for the uh, obvious ones and then slide into the non-obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to think of a non-obvious one. But uh, some of the obvious ones, we'll just, could... I guess, we'll, uh, we'll start out with uh, former, not former, but a... Uh, the med school student of the week winner, uh, Tehila yeah. Isaacs. Uh, some of you may remember she won med school student of the week for testing negative for coronavirus. People forget. Well, people forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, she just had a baby boy. Her and Arya Isaacs. Mazel tov. Mazel tov to them. Mazel tov to the Isaacs. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. And yeah. mazel tov to Avrami and Rachel Grunwald on the birth of a baby. Girl, that's, Which, oh, there's a there's a mystery for you. Yeah, listen, I'm not going to say that I, I'm not happy for them because I guess I'm happy for them, but I'm really disappointed that they didn't have a boy because yeah. really it's just them against the world now with the yeah. with the people so having boys. Amit and Irit had a girl, but they they moved out of Bodkling, so it, I don't think it counts. The majority, of the yeah, the majority of the visible pregnancy wasn't present in Bodkling. Are you saying visible that pregnancy? That. That's you're treading on some thin ice there, Judah. Be tread carefully. No, for, for <laughs> whatever. 
the majority of the pregnancy well, say, no majority of the pregnancy wasn't bad gleam I, I think i know but we didn't know about it or if we knew about it we weren't supposed to i don't think that's how it's determined <laughs> i just think they left bad gleam permanently before the yeah baby was born. you're probably right either way the the rummy and rachel one's really a mystery i don't get that one that one just first, my mind. i don't know how girl, they had a girl the first girl born to a currently residing bat gleam couple yeah the science just doesn't make sense. I'm yeah, sorry. Does not up. Yeah. See, we if had, Darwin were doing his study, he just wouldn't get it. Serena had two boys. Boys. Momo had a boy. Momo had a boy. Moshe. I had a boy. I I had a boy. You had a boy. I invited a boy. Had a boy. Tila and I had a boy. Tila had a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? The list goes on. Kim Chi had a boy. Kim Chi had a boy. Wow. Yeah. I'm just saying. Everyone has boys, as far back as I know. It's not an ideal ratio. I mean, for some. Yeah. All I'm saying is it goes back. Um, okay, I'll give it, I'll shout out Mazel Tov then. Mazel Tov to my friend Daniel Wesley. He doesn't listen to the podcast, but I wanted to shout him out anyway. Mazel Tov to him. On what? If you have anyone else you want to shout out, feel free. He Mazel got engaged. Tov to him on what? Oh, okay, Mazel Tov. Yeah, he got nice. engaged. Mazel tov to him. Very yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, all right. No more mazel tovs, I think, for me. Anything from you? Uh, oh, mazel tov to my brother. For, he, got, he got married. But that was a while back already. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, mazel tov. Mazel tov. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, I think that'll do it for the mazel tovs. Okay, cool. Else. Yeah, if you do, just post it on the Twitter. Ooh, that's a good idea. We should start doing that. That's <laughs> just Mazatos. <laughs> they had a thing at Maryland where they would send out a Mazatos whenever someone got engaged. And really, everyone thought, everyone thought, at University of Maryland, by the way, not like Maryland, st- the state of Maryland, everyone thought they should also send out a, like, an announcement uh, to the... Uh, this was in the Jewish community. The Jewish community would send out a thing when someone got engaged. Everyone thought they should also send out an announcement when a couple broke up. That would be just as helpful as yeah. the engagement announcements, but they never did. Um, but yeah, you know, we could we could fill that service pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, put our Twitter handle to good use. Maybe we'll yeah, pick exactly. up some more followers too. Maybe that's the way to to put up a following. I have the feeling that's easily the way to get Esther Sanders to follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, just quickly, let's run through this competing podcast alert. Um, I just spotted this recently. It's called Jew Girls on the Block. They're okay. a bit um, they're a bit thirsty. I'm not gonna lie, a bit thirsty. Um, they because uh, they they like put up like an episode a week. So if you ask me, that's a bit thirsty. Trying a bit too hard. It's a, it's a, lot, a lot of episodes. It's a, of, it's a lot of episodes. I don't know. It's a lot of I content. <laughs> I didn't really listen to any of them. My brother follows them on Instagram. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think they're just two Jewish New York girls. That's it. I mean, there's someone encroaching on our content, but not a ton. I can't really tell. What uh, what, what kind of uh, what kind of content do they are we talking here? I think their content is Jewish content. Is that our content? Uh, I guess so. Okay, so they're competing. Let's just say they're on alert. We have our eyes on them. Good to know. They start to I mean, encroach. We'll, see, we'll flood their Twitch stream. 
the second they start to step into the uh, medical school based mm. podcast uh, sphere, then we're going to have to, you know, start cracking some skulls. But until then, I don't know. We might have to copyright. Yeah. 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 I'd say Maybe if you step we'll... into any of those, Haifa, medical, or school. We do have a number of uh, uh, residents, former residents, uh, who are lawyers. Maybe we can work out some kind of cease and desist. Probably true. I mean, I bet we could write that cease and desist ourselves. How hard is it to write a cease and desist? Then just get a lawyer stamp? Lawyered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how hard is it to write a cease and desist? I think you just write it. Oh, you need the stamp. It's all about the stamp. I don't know. Clearly, I don't know a lot about law. For me, it's laws and taxes that kind of just happen in life and like, you know, whatever. If you violate them, you know, every once in a while it happens. You get amnesty. Um, but yeah, who knows? Well, yeah, we'll write them a cease and desist letter if they get too competitive. But, uh, you know, gunners, they always get to me. Um, <laughs> all right. We have time for one last, uh, one last thing, one last segment. Yeah, let's hear your take. All right, I've got a take. Um, here's my take, take, everyone. I've got a take. Ready? My take is this. This is a bit specific, but you can tell me what people think later on. Here's my take. That every year among the Jewish Monorthodox Jews, among the Monorthodox Jews, there is one person in the year, maybe more, uh, usually only one, I guess, either male or female, who everyone in the year knows, is slash familiar to this, or knows someone who knows. This takes, and usually that person is established by like high school or the end of the gap year. Wait, what? I didn't yeah. follow anything you just said. You're going to have to repeat that. So every year there's one person in the year who some everyone knows or knows someone who knows. Who's like just so popular and omniscient. Omnipresent. Say that word, omniscient? Is it, you sure that's how it's They're pronounced? just everywhere. They're everywhere. So <laughs> I'll give you an example. My year, I have not met a single person who doesn't know Jonathan Deluti. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. It is pronounced omniscient. Okay. The year below me. Wow. I've been reading that wrong my entire life. <laughs> 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 well, let's not go worry. Um, <laughs> you mean to tell me it's not pronounced the, omniscient. The year below me. I won't believe it. Omniscient. Mm. It's not a word. Everyone, it's omniscient. Well, wow. Listen, I'm not being face ties. I promise you, I'm not being face ties. It's omniscient. Anyways, there's just one person every year that every, <laughs> uh, every gap year that every single person knows. Interesting. I mean, it's not. They've bad. just done so many things and they're so, and they're overly friendly. So I would ask you, who's that person in your year? And do, what do you think of the take? You're saying like, a hundred percent, every single person there. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't no, think it's not. They, everyone knows them, or knows them. Knows someone who knows them. No, no, someone so second, like, second degree. Okay, so they wouldn't have. It's to probably quarantine. like seventy seventy percent of people know them. Would they have to quarantine? That's my question. What do you mean? If that, if the one person got coronavirus, would the second degree person have to quarantine? 
Uh, no, no, not necessarily. No. Okay. Okay. They're like one degree away. They just have a friend who knows that person, and not like Idan Pinchot, because everyone knows him for a different reason. That's like celebrity popularity. This is like pure. You've just been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Popularity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's very possible. Very possible. My year. Who's that person in your year? Like Israel Feld doesn't. Israel uh, Feld, it's a international celebrity. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm remember this is now. solely in this is solely in the modern Orthodox circles. Nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Listen, you can disagree with the take two. It's fine. You know what? I don't disagree with the take. You know what? I am going to disagree with the take because there's always oh. one guy who is just like from the middle of nowhere. Like I'm from San Diego. Like there's a guy from. Yeah, but you participated in basketball tournaments. Like Columbus, Ohio. Or. Oh. Don't hate on the Portmans. There's a guy from uh, from Australia. Yeah, yeah, that one's hard. It's more of a U.S. thing, but yeah. Shut a bit. Or there's a guy from El Paso, Texas. Yeah. No, I know people from El Paso, Texas. Don't hate on El Paso. I've been there. I'm just saying. I know people from El Paso too. I'm just saying. In terms of like you know the more out of or guy from San Antonio, who knows? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a big Spurs fan. The second, the second degree, I think, is possible. It's definitely possible. I don't know. If, you, if anyone has opinions on this take, they can text me or Ethan. Text or, Ethan if you disagree. Uh, text me if you agree. Or we'll just put a Twitter poll and see if we can get more than, like, five responses. <laughs> yeah, good call. If Let's not do too really, many polls. Listen, if it's really that hot of a take, our Twitter will blow up. That's, that's, that's yeah. the true judge of how hot of a take this is. Good call. I mean, it definitely is a hot take, but we'll see. I think we, I think we just need to be like a Skip Bayless and just throw out the most outrageous takes. And oh, I have a couple other outrageous, a... outrageous. Ta- I have a couple more outrageous, outrageous takes, but I'll save them for a later time. All right, that's good. Well, we, we, we can't give out all of our content all at once, especially with the, yeah. the hiatus we've been off of. We don't want to just, you know, definitely Over- overwhelm the listeners. Yeah, definitely suffered from it before. All right. You ready to bring in Sarah Garson? Uh, yeah, let's bring her in. Oh, it's recording. Okay. Oh, don't worry about it. I edited everything afterwards. Cut it out. We can cut it out. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. I just want you guys to know, by the way, that if it sounds like I have a cold, legally I don't. So we're good. <laughs> it's a very serious uh, operation we have going. I, uh, everything's edited. Yeah. On, uh, on, on GarageBand. <laughs> oh, it's very, it's high tech. Very high tech. You also saw the, like, the extent of our preparation, which is, should we do this? I don't know, maybe. Cool. He's suggesting a topic, which, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I, I have a couple things I want to get out of the way. First of all, elephant in the room. 
Mm. How hard, how much did you want to get on the podcast and how hard do you think it was to get on the podcast? And do you consider yourself a top fan? Okay. First question. I've been begging to get onto this podcast for two years. Yes. <laughs> Second, it is incredibly difficult with a very long wait list. It's true. <laughs> I am truly shocked because Judah came up to, the, to me in the library one day and he said, Sarah, do you think I should start a podcast? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I should be your first guest. And it's been two years and I have not yet been a guest. Oh. <laughs> well, at least we took half of your advice, right? It's better than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I, honestly, I'm not really sure if I've started a podcast, if we've started a podcast yet. Like, unclear how much this podcast is actually a podcast. Why? I don't know. I feel like it's, is it official or is it unofficial? Mm-hmm. I guess we're on Spotify. I think you're underground, but like, no. you have cult fan base. Oh, you have a cult following! Wow. It, can't you see the books in uh, the books in my background? Are there? That's my that's my flex. I thought you meant underground right now. Always <laughs> good to have books in your background so you can flex a bit. Mm-hmm. You look very worldly. Yeah, thanks. There's fire. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Let, let's start off the discussion, too, with a nice little discussion about Ben Shapiro. Not controversial at all, from what I've been told. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We had to avoid getting canceled the other week. So, oh, yeah. we try to avoid... That's, uh, yeah, that's... I. It's a good thing I edit everything. Judah just, what happened? Judah just goes on... Judah doesn't think before he speaks sometimes. And just things no. come out like they're supposed to come out. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's hard. We'll leave it at that. Right. Let's dang, just say, yeah. what I said, dang, if you want to be funny, Sarah, yeah, you have to take some risks, you know. That's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah, let's say I'm I with learned Bill. that. Yeah, I'm with Bill Burr. coming from the master of comedy himself. Yeah, yeah, basically. Hold on, I lost my train of thought. Um, Ben Shapiro, <laughs> ben Shapiro. so, um, there aren't that many listeners of Ben Shapiro. In Batkalim, I would say I'll shout out Arya Isaacs, number one listener of Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say Scott Ehrenberg. Would yeah. you consider yourself an underground listener of Ben Shapiro or not a listener of Ben Shapiro or a subscriber? So currently I am not a listener of Ben Shapiro because, cool. you know, med school. Mm. Which is a shame because I would listen to the podcast every single day. Mm-hmm. Former, okay. sub- former subscriber. Like, yes, yes. Uh, are you doing what Ethan's doing with part of my take? And like, when you have time, you're going to like, listen to the old episodes for like fun and then find like the, find the highlights? Yes. <laughs> Solid. I watch the highlights on YouTube. You watch the highlights on YouTube? Highlights. Wow, cool. We should do that, Judah. Well, we should watch our own highlights on YouTube? We should make our own highlights and then watch them. Okay, good call. Yeah. So you can Do we study, have highlights? Like, study, you can make the highlights. Got to study game film so you can get better. That's true. We should study game film. Um, like in, in sports, uh, teams will will record the games and then watch them afterwards to learn how they can improve. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> sports are back, Sarah. I just want you to know. Back, yeah. Very excited. <laughs> sports. Boys. Just so you know, Ethan, we've had two. We've had two critiques of our episode. One of them, uh, an anonymous person titled Chabad Rabbi posted it on our 
Apple Podcasts <laughs> review as an Apple Podcast review. Well, we did have nice talk. we had a big reveal of, of who that actually was, and we they came yeah. on the podcast to discuss. They did. It was Adam Krieger. Adam Krieger. <laughs> Adam Krieger. Then the second one, my grandparents sent me an yeah. My what? Adam before me. Are, do you not listen to the podcast, Sarah? Okay. I told you I don't have time. <laughs> but I will listen to this episode. That's a good interviewing tactic. It's a good interviewing tactic. Judah just put the whole script on you. Yeah. You're upset that, that we didn't read on. Journalism there? Is that gotcha journalism? I think it was. <laughs> Second yeah, one. But I feel got. Yeah. My grandfather sent me an e- sent me an email after listening to the episode saying, listen to the podcast. We think this is a waste of your time. Love, <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa. <laughs> well, at least you know they're just looking out for yeah. your best interests. I thought, that was a, I thought that was a thoughtful, thoughtful critique of a podcast. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. Um, let's, let's move on, though. Something... I'm interested. I know how interested Ethan is, but that's fine. As long as I'm interested, I'm okay. Um, how how's the dating life in Bakali? Because I think it's fascinating. So, honestly, I have not participated in the dating life in Bakali. Oh, I, you know, all of second year was a fever dream. Okay. Cool. I really, I, I, I very much believe that it didn't exist, that it was a time loop in the matrix and nothing existed. I heard this from Esther Sanders too. Um, Something okay. to look forward to. So I can't really comment on that specific. But you've been here for two years. Cause just, there are a lot of dating places. There are a lot of great dating places in Bakley. People don't not talk about it that much. Okay, I want you to talk about it. Tell me. Tell me where to I go on your date. You know the cute librarian? What's his name? People call him the mm. cute librarian? Yes, I do. I know exactly who you're talking about. Which. Okay, we'll just call him the cute librarian. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw him at a date, on a date at the new falafel place. Uh, huh. Yeah. And the, the bakery seems like a great place for dates. And that, that place where all the Arab guys sit outside and pee around the corner and watch TV and gamble seems like a great place too. Can I tell you why you're wrong? About which one? All three. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 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 Why? So everyone knows everyone in in Bakalim. In the team's community, we all know each other. We all know everything about each other. Yeah. Why would I want to go on a date in full view of every single person in our school passing by you want to um, shout it from the rooftops <laughs> have you never had the uh you've never had the flex where you're on a date and you get someone one of your friends one of your friends comes up to you and says hi you've never lived on the upper west gone on a date on the upper west side and done that i i have not that i can uh, definitively I, say i assume this has happened to ethan i just want you to know i'm positive it has really mm. Why is that a flex? Yes, Why would you not want to avoid My friends knew I was dating Etty because we went out for a long time. So yeah. it wasn't like I was trying to rub it in their face. What about the two weeks when you guys weren't going out? When we were 17? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I can't really speak to that. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, fine. But there is something to be said about going on a date now in public because 
Love in the Time of Coronavirus. I've, yeah. I've never read the book or seen the movie Love in the Time of Cholera, but I would imagine the plot is similar to what's going on now. <laughs> you feel like Contagion and Love in the Time of Cholera? Similar I, themes. I would imagine they're the same. Yeah. I don't Wait. need the book because I'm living it. It's basically <laughs> what I'm trying to get at. You're going you're gonna to love talking to your kid about what it's going to be like in what it was like like two years ago. He'll have no idea. You'll be like, let me tell you how crazy it was. It's going to be wild. It was, well, he, was, he was born right before, uh, right before the breakout. Yeah. That's nuts. His first year is going to be in a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. He won't get to meet any new people. He didn't get to meet any new people. Like me or Sarah. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm a great babysitter. I'm just going to put it out there. Not out for her. She I, my I've reference. Heard, I've, I've heard you. I've heard you. You have an excellent babysitting reputation. Thank you. Did you hear that from a from me? Word gets around amongst, yeah. amongst the parents. Because I love babies. And when I'm free, I am happy to babysit. Mm. Noted. Wait, yeah. what makes. I'm going to write that do you down. Think those are, do you think those are the only two things which make a great babysitter? I actually think they might be. Are those the only two things that make a great babysitter? You just need to be free. I don't even think you need to like babies. Uh, it probably yeah. helps. Because, like, I think I'm a great babysitter, but I'm never free. So then but maybe like the, the key thing could be liking babies then. Yeah, I love Not babies. Free. Okay, so it's probably. But the- how would you know if you're a good babysitter? If you're um, never free to babysit. Because when I was 16, one of the people around wow. the block said, Judah, you're a great babysitter. Wow. You've been holding on to those words ever since. Ever, ever since. You're like, <laughs> but you are a great babysitter. You should come more often. And I was like, oh, thanks. I can't. I'm not free. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm never free. I have too many sports to play. Hasn't been free to babysit since you I'll tell you. I'll tell you why it's a flex, Sarah. I just want you to know. Why to flex to be on a visible date and to have a friend come up to you? A, because like everyone, that way everyone knows you get dates. Like that's a flex if you get dates. Like if people swipe right for you on J swipe, that's, that's a flex. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. You Wait, can flex with the person. Make sure you're out. writing all of this down also. It's, yeah. it's important point. I actually I do notice that. She's she, I do notice she's taking notes on this. I noticed that (laughs) the second one is you can flex to the person you're going out with and it's like look how popular I am look how many people I know and then you have like a full like five minute conversation about your popularity so I think the 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 latter is the part that's the real flex because for women I don't think that's so much of a problem of oh can women get dates because women can get dates Really? I mean, Do you want to make a comment here, Judah? <laughs> I just want you to know that uh, I've been told multiple times that like, so maybe, actually this is I'm at, very interested in, uh, okay. the difference between like the religious, I'd say in the non-religious dating, Jewish dating community, because in the uh-huh. religious dating community, if you're like a from guy and you're not weird or nerdy, like, and you have a pulse, it's like, hit that guy out. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, it's not for girls? It's um, like, yeah, and it's like girls have a harder time. Interesting. Yeah, right? Love in the time of the Shidduch crisis. 
Yeah, well, is, shit up, is there a shit up crisis that I don't know about? There is. There's some articles from mutsup.com. The original um, pandemic. You just send them to me. You should have a world news. <laughs> okay, so I will say that I think for, I mean, I, I don't know about religious women, but non-religious Jewish women, I think the rate limiting factor is the women, not the men. Okay. And do you think that, that makes them in higher demand? The women? Yeah. I think the men are still in higher demand because that's always going to be the case. Uh-huh. Because women who, okay, so let me tell you what it's like in the non-religious Jewish, now I really like this long um, yeah. preface, the non-religious Jewish community. <laughs> um, the men who are like, quote unquote, eligible, like the ones who are, as you say, like not weird, smart, funny, whatever, they get snatched up at 16. 16? They get like taken super fast and then they're only single for like a few weeks and then taken again. So that's the problem is that, yeah. That actually, that's, that's actually real. They like, they get snatched up really quickly. Okay. That's a personal theory. I don't know if that's like, I, I wouldn't, quote, you know, go ahead and quote me. <laughs> back on this podcast. Cause you're mm-hmm. the only one we've talked to about this. So very yeah, small window of opportunity. Yeah. That's a how about your mother episode. It is. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. It, it, but I honestly think it is the case because women are more picky. Women are more like, okay, like I need to see this guy a few times. I need to like mm-hmm. suss him out, see what's going on. Like men are like easy. They're like, oh, she's cute. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, check it out. yeah, that's actually kind of true. Ethan, your experience is the same way. It's like, she's cute. Cool. I'm going to yeah. marry her. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. I happened to, yeah, I got, I got very lucky. Yeah, she's cute. <laughs> cool. I guess I'll marry her. <laughs> and it worked out. Yeah. Uh, ask, ask you a question too, because this is something that's also in the religious community. I'd say like the longer you stay single, especially guys, the less religious you get. That's kind of how it'll be. Mm-hmm. In the non-religious community, the longer you stay single, are you like less likely to marry someone Jewish or like be someone, uh, marry someone who wants to be traditional? I can only speak for myself. I don't think I can speak for anyone else, but I know Saul and I have a thing where he says, oh, you guys have a thing? he says, I'm on the road to the Derek. Like he's like, I'm on the way to the Derek. <laughs> Cause like, I, I personally like know what I want. Like I know that I would never marry or date not Jewish. And I would only, and like, I want like a kosher home and I want to keep Shabbat and like, that's what I want for my life. And I know that now. Um, so I don't know if that would be the case for me, but I think in general, the longer you're single, the more like, I don't want to say desperate because it's not desperation, but it's more like flexible, flexible. That's an excellent word. Flexible. Mm. The more mature you become. <laughs> Ethan, would you willing s- to seek other options? <laughs> would you say Sarah's on the way to flipping out? Is that what I heard? Yeah. That's what it's all said. It sounds like it. Based yeah. on what, what she's looking for in her future, yeah. Yeah, kind of sounds like it. <laughs> okay, maybe. Um, I don't know. I feel like Techneon, interestingly enough, has has a weird uh, subsection of possible flip-outs. Where is, do you have a, what is, a, what's it called? A seed, you called it a seed or whatever? Oh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
a bracket. <laughs> Do you have a bracket for that? No, I have a bracket for people who are going to flip out and make Aliyah. But that's a different type of... You should definitely like make a bracket for this, Juno. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. Why is it flip out and make Aliyah? Why can't it just be Aliyah? No, so... I'm also there's like a major Zionist. Yeah, there are two types of flipping out. There's religious flipping out and there's mm-hmm. Zionistic flipping out. When gotcha. you flip out Zionistically, it's when you suddenly become like, oh, Jewish homeland, have to be here, can't leave, defend the nation, defend the land. Um, if I'm not here, how will, how is the nation survive? Like, talk to Ethan about that. I'd say that's his mind. Sometimes they go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and then religious, oh. yeah, religiousism got very different. It's like, can't talk to women, um, have to be as disheveled as possible, um, really shouldn't earn too much money. That's like, you know, that's only your mindset. Hmm. That's me for sure. Yeah, gotta learn Tyra all day, every day. <laughs> or if you're a woman doing it, gotta gotta live through my husband all day, every day. Oh Jesus! As so, uh, de- as someone who's going to become a doctor, you're definitely speaking right up Sarah's alley, Judah. I <laughs> live through my husband. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I feel like you, you can really embody these values, Sarah. So it's good. <laughs> Should I be looking seriously at Jason Braffin? <laughs> um, I don't know. You want? Does he listen to the podcast? He does listen to the podcast. I just want you to know. No, oh, he doesn't. Of he course, he doesn't listen. To the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Sarah, we could you know, put her face in the in like so people could see what her face just looked like when he said that. Oh, that was yeah. Yeah, verbal meme, it was the head exploding guy. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, you know there are only three listeners, but now a fourth listener. My brother apparently listens to the podcast too. Ethan's parents listen, my grandparents listen, and then my grandparents listen on another platform so I can get another listen. That's it. I'm going to send this to my dad, and my dad will be a listener. My brother uh, listened once, and then he said he didn't enjoy it very much, so I don't think he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Oh, I uh, have. Listen, I, we know we know what we're about, and we're okay with that. Yeah, would, would I I like, I like your shtick. I like the thing you got going. Would you say we're comfortable in our own skin, Ethan? Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. That's what that's what I we're all about. <laughs> Can you please validate me that we're comfortable in our own skin? Um, <laughs> I'd say we're comfortable in our own skin. I have a question. <laughs> This is like a real question. Um, okay. Tell me about the quarantine hotel. Was it super weird or super locked down or super cool and fine? So here's the thing. If I talk about it, honestly, I could get in trouble with the government. <laughs> what? How so? I mean, she can't. She can't tell you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Moshe, who's like the owner of the hotel, is the sweetest man. I can't. Wait, so it was very yeah, like, safe. No one was allowed to leave their rooms and everyone was very correct. responsible. Correct. Uh, <laughs> you think the government listens to this podcast? I got it. Um, I think the Mossad has tapped my phone, but that's another. That's uh, well, another. of course they have. You live in Israel. Um, you think Israel just magically came out with his phone tracking capabilities, the instant corona hit? Okay. I, they, I've been saying this for years it's my mantra in fact they woke sarah that's all i can say <laughs> <laughs> wait so i just you... the rent too often 
What? I Google Iran too often to not have a track on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you Wait, are you Googling Iran? You're saying. Yeah. Are you Googling Iran or Iran deal? Who? What? Are you Googling Iran or the Iran deal? Because those are two different Googles. I've Googled the Iran deal years ago yeah. when it was spring. Yeah, when it was still a thing. Right now, I'm just like, what are they up to? <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of explosions happening there. Very a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of little little things happening. A lot of random people dying. Uh, okay, so I have another question then, because the quarantine hotel question got shot down so quickly. Uh, yeah. with no explanation. Uh, no, it's just that there was nothing to talk about. It was very uh, boring, you know, straightforward, and uh, by the book. <laughs> Nothing. By the book experience. <laughs> Ethan, your cousin, your sister-in-law just quarantined, right? How was? In yeah, Bacalim. so my in-laws. In Bacalim. Yeah, yeah, my sister-in-law and husband and their four daughters uh, were living in America for three years, doing shlichut in New Jersey, Rutgers, and they moved back to Israel um, last month. They needed a place to quarantine for two weeks, so they moved into our apartment in Bakalim, and Etty and I moved into her parents for two weeks while they were quarantining in our apartment. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it went okay. I mean... They stayed in the apartment the whole time? Nothing's broken. Yeah, they stayed in the apartment the whole time. We had them here pested, so it was better than nothing. And the police came to check on them once, but they couldn't get into the building due to our impenetrable uh, security <laughs> system. Of a, a four-digit code on the on the front door, they couldn't get in, and they didn't yeah. like calling for the code either. So they just said we came by, but we couldn't get in. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the type of time-off security that I appreciate, and I can understand why Sarah stayed in her hotel the whole time and didn't move from her room. Mm-hmm. I am a medical student. I take this virus very seriously. Well, yeah. You know how to deal what to do if you have a virus. You do chuva. Chuva. Or or you wear a mat. Uh, actually, uh, we could be saving. I, this is my med school student of the week nomination. I could save it for later, or I can just say. Uh-huh. Oh shoot! All right, I have a med school student of the week nomination now too. Sarah, do you have one? Um. Think of one. You'll think of put one. you on the spot. Like you really put me on the spot here. Come on, man. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. So I have another question. Serious question yeah. again. This time, we'll come back, back to that. Come back to that. What? We'll come back, back. to that. We'll on the week. Okay. okay. <laughs> Not about dating. Uh, how? How? What are the rotations like now that you're doing? Like, describe your day-to-day experience and what your personal protection is like. So. And what do you do after your rotations? So I'm at. I'm in Pnimid at Afula. So I get up at five o'clock in the morning. Um, to like get ready and everything and to get the bus to Afula and then we get there and then we wait around for half an hour um, and then we start taking blood and then we take blood for like half an hour and then we used to be able to go like in prior years we used to be able to go to like morning meeting which is where they discuss all the new patients and like like a brief history and like any imaging they had um, but because of Corona, we're not allowed in the room because we're not allowed too many people in a room. So we have a bunker. Um, it's literally a shipping container. 
All right. I'm not kidding. It's a shipping container and that's our room on like outside. Um, so we go sit in the bunker. Um, and then when our tutor is done, we go interview some patients, um, look at their charts, and then usually like round on some interesting patients. And then we eat lunch. And then after lunch, we oh. usually have some lecture. And All then hours after before lunch? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a really long morning. Like I'm like feeling faint by the time we actually get lunch. I'm having like a hypoglycemic crisis. <laughs> I'm like. Um, Isovagal responses, yeah. And then we have lunch and then we do lecture usually after. And then we go home. And then I get back at like 4.30, the bus gets back and I come back and I shower and I disinfect everything that's come into contact with anything. And then I eat and then I take a nap mm. and then I wake up and go for a walk and then I come back and go to bed by 9.30. Full day, wow. I'm giving you like our, this is my play-by-play. I hope it was really fascinating for your listeners. I appreciate that you have it down. That I actually like. Yeah. No, I have I like myself a good schedule too. You know, the the shipping container things, it's like, it's very standard in Israel. They're very, they're very versatile uh, uh, commodities, the shipping containers. In the army, every room is a shipping container. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) Very versatile. Honestly, that's the Mazgan. It has a sink. Yeah, it's got water. Yeah, those are things that peddlers move into in like mm-hmm. uh, West Bank. Huh? Are those shipping containers you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Terrible? Yeah, they look like they they just got taken off of a boat. Yeah, they look like yeah. the Amazon Shul in my area. Okay. <laughs> the Amazon Shul is a school so named because it looks like it was just shipped off of Amazon and placed I, I, where I, I, a plot. I figured. Yeah, you got it out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think I got it from the name, but <laughs> oh, okay. Can I can I ask you guys a question? Am Please. I allowed to do that? Absolutely. Whoa. Okay. Weird flex, but all right. Cool. <laughs> I, you know, I'm flipping the script. This is I'm I'm. You never know where I am. Constantly moving. Um, how was first year for you guys? You're you're done or almost done? We're done after two years of first year. We're done. Well, yeah. And how does it feel? Um, how does it feel? Uh, uh, pretty good. I mean, I'm kind of a little, little intimidated next year. I'm not going to be taking like only three classes. <laughs> but, uh, it's good. It feels good to like feel like we're moving up another year. You know? Yeah. Always good feeling. I'm excited to make the jump. I can say that because like you can tell like there's like at the end of first year, everyone's kind of like guessing at medicine, medicine. Mm-hmm. And then like suddenly at the end of like after people finish step, it's kind of just like you suddenly know it like yeah. and start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like very impressive. We suddenly know it. Yeah, it's like impressive. Oh, All right. <laughs> or at least you pretend to know it a lot better than. Yeah, you like seem to know it. I pretend to know most things. Yeah. Um, all right. We just got the 10 minute warning. So we got yeah. 10 more minutes. So we're going to, we're going to like start to wrap it up next Harry time. Potter, Harry Potter trivia. All right. Um, Ooh, yes. Harry Potter trivia. So I, Sarah Garson, famous Harry Potter trivia. Um, yeah. I'm going to 
do some Harry Potter trivia where I'm literally took a book. This is the second copy of Harry Potter. I'm going to open it up. Yeah. And just pick a piece of trivia at random from you that book. You should have told us what book it was. That makes it so much easier. It does make it easier, and it's still going to be hard. Pick another book. Um, or just Google Harry Potter trivia. You, you really... Ready? Ready? I am going to... If you Google, I'm, my request is no movies, because I have not seen the movies. Purist, mm. I appreciate Purist, that. yeah. Um, ready? Here's a question. Who okay. is the person who makes fun of Hermione immediately after she... Because she has a bad transformation into Ding. a cat. Ding. Ethan. Moaning Myrtle. Whoa. I oh. didn't even hear the end of the question. Oh, well, I'm sorry that you don't know Harry Potter well enough to know what's going to oh. happen. She had a transformation. Ding. I thought we were going with the teeth when her teeth got grown, you know? Uh, that's what I had. That's the... Ready? Ready? Okay. Um, Ron and Harry crashed their car, crashed Ron's dad's car. What was the make and model of the car? Ding. Ford Anglia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to say ding. <laughs> Same answer. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get um, dinged. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to ding. All right, I'm literally just opening up to random pages. Um, <laughs> and hold on, let's do a different book. This one is the fourth book. Oh, tell book. us what book it is. Oh, say it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it might not be the fourth book. Um, here we go. What does um, what does spew stand for? Dang. Oh shoot. Oh, let's go, Sarah. Society for the Protection of Elfish Welfare. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. Well. That's good. Very work. good. Good work. Good work. Yeah. Um, oh, here. I've got one. Oh, man. The fourth book is so much more. Uh, what's it called? Oh, this one. Easy question. Ready? What does Fudge call um, Percy Weasley? Dang. Like 20 different names. What is it, Sarah? Weatherby. Weatherby. You got oh, it. It's, isn't it Barty Crouch who calls him that, not Fudge? Oh, I was just oh, thinking. Barty Crouch. Oh, I was okay. just thinking. Yeah, I guess I confused the two. Good call. You were correct, Ethan. I was just thinking that, but I knew I knew that Percy was called Weatherby. Yeah. I think, I think what we need to do is you need to come up with a, a real comprehensive uh, example. No, this one's good. I like this one. I also had a, what's called, I had another game called, is it Harry Potter or not? Where I give you the plot of a book and you see it, you try to guess if it's Harry Potter. Um, it's easy. I like this. I need, I, I need more high level trivia though. All right. I got one more book. Can't tell which book, which one, which one it is. I do. Know. Ready? I honestly can't. The light is really bad. Where, yeah, my phone's horrible. Where <laughs> do Harry and Ron, Harry and Hermione hide? Where do, where do Harry and Hermione hide when Ron fights them? Ding, force of ding. ding. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're not we're not sure if we're a cursing podcast or not. No, I think I think it's okay. We haven't gotten any complaints yet. So in the spirit of the game, it's not you know. So Ready passion. one more. It's, it's unfiltered um, passion for the game. <laughs> what is the, what is the what is the spell which will hide a house? From everyone who doesn't have, who doesn't know about it, or doesn't know the address. 
What is the name of the spell? I'll give you a clue. There was one on the Black Mansion. No, we know there there's one. one. Everyone oh, knows. I know. Yeah, yeah, that one. Know. What is it called? It. It's the, uh, oh, the Fidelius Charm. <gasps> that was That's really up for Ethan. That was right. Let's, let's end this podcast with some nominations for Med School Student of the Week. Last time, we forgot to congratulate Tehila Isaacs for winning Med School Student of the Week. Um, congratulations to her. Please, everyone, slide into her DMs and give her a shout out. Wait, um, she, as always. Just, just so everyone knows, she won for uh, testing negative for coronavirus. For, for, for Corona? Yeah. yeah. And she tested negative. Yeah. So she, she felt her lips open. They were swollen. And so she tested for Corona. Hmm. Negative test, not as big of a deal as winning med school student of the week, but congratulations yeah, but, to her on both accounts. Good for her. <laughs> really. Uh, Mazel tov to her. As always, you can vote on med school student of the week at of Galim. And if you want to send in any nominations, on Twitter. feel free to either text me or Ethan. Or send in a nomination, um, uh, or or te- or message us on Twitter uh, to send in your nomination. Ethan, you have a nomination? I do. Yeah. Um, my nominee for med school student of the week is uh, our very own Jacob Hirth for wearing a gas mask in the hospital while doing rounds. <laughs> and never be too safe from the coronavirus. And who cares if patients get scared from you wearing a gas mask? Who cares? You know. <laughs> that's my nomination. good call um all right my nomination is 51st <laughs> sarah garson for getting honors for the first two years of med school way to go hey. that's oh you're got you're gunning yeah. very impressive you're a med school student yeah definitely worthy of a med of a nomination at the very yeah. end. but i appreciate it i appreciate <laughs> can i can i give two nominations Sure. I can take away my nomination if you want to give two. Okay. Let's hear that. I oh. wanted to nominate you and Ethan for finishing your first year of two years of first year. Oh, that is actually yeah. pretty medical students of us. We take two years of med school. Definitely deserve an award. Yeah. I think you do. It's a huge accomplishment. And also for having me on the podcast finally, but like that's lesser. That's secondary. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if we uh, accept that nomination. Um, we appreciate it <laughs> thanks sarah way to be very canadian and nice i don't ha- well okay i'm just gonna turn you around let go <laughs> represent flag on the wall right there let represent always tamid always. i have a flag in my room in in canada tamid very impressive big fan of tamid um <laughs> Wait, who's your second nomination? It was you and Ethan. Oh, where? oh, oh, two different people. Okay. I realize that you've you've melded over the course of this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's easy to put us into the same category in a in a yeah. Twitter poll. We think Listen, it's the Twitter polls. That's where that's where how we operate. Just because we're both white, American sports playing, basketball loving, length, um, PMP listening, bearded men, bearded, made me drosh. Uh, attendees uh, yes. doesn't mean we're the same person. I would never he's dare. Coast, he's a West Coaster. I'm an East Coaster. I would never live in New York. That's about it. All right. Well, 
Uh, cool. We're wrap it up because Zoom's going to kick us off. They didn't give us the free upgrade like last time. Oh, sad. So three nominations this week. One, Jacob Hirth. Two, Sarah Garson. Three, Judah and Ethan together. Um, <laughs> you can vote at of Galim when this podcast comes out, uh, whenever it does. Looking forward to it. Thanks for coming uh, on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really, This is the highlight of my med school experience. All right. Sarah, cool. We'll talk to you. Bye, guys. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Bye. Are you gonna be my girl?